And remember, before going to bed every night, I conversed with her portrait for a good half hour, and the same when I awoke. You wrote very, uh, loving letters home. Now, how, how would it go? Spruce up your sweet little nest, Constanzi, because my little rascal here really deserves it. He has been very well behaved, but now he's itching to possess yes, your... Yes, well, I think we're, uh, I think we're getting the gist. And in one letter, I kissed her one billion, ninety-five thousand and sixty million, four hundred and thirty-seven thousand and eighty-two times. Mm, yeah, that, that, that is a lot of kisses. You, you, you missed your wife. I was happy as a child at the thought of returning to her. Uh, and you couldn't say that about most of the relationships that you had. Yes, if people could see into my heart, I should almost feel ashamed. Well, why was that? All there is cold, cold as ice. Were she with me, however, I would possibly take more pleasure in the kindnesses of those I met on tour, but really all seemed to me so empty. And, and sadly, the tour did not make as much money as you hoped, and, and soon you were back to borrowing from Herr Puchberg again. I would not have required so considerable a sum if I did not anticipate such heavy expenses to enable my wife to have the baths recommended for her, particularly as she had to go to Baden, though leeches relieved her sometimes. Uh, how did you approach Puchberg? I said I would look upon him as my saviour on this side of the grave, for he'd enable me to enjoy good fortune hereafter on earth. So despite the success of your operas, you had a lot on your mind with your money worries and Constanza's poor health. I was indeed very unhappy, in alternate hope and fear. And of course, you, you didn't like going Puchberg so much. Oh, if you could only know all the sorrow and care it caused me. But not being able to find any true friend... I was obliged then to get money from usurers. Well, moneylenders? Yes, but it took time to find the most Christian among that most unchristian race of men, which left me in a state of destitution. And the piano pupils, you know, your bread and butter income, I mean, even they were dropping off. I had two pupils, but should really have liked eight. I asked Puchberg to let it be known that I did not object to giving lessons. Even though in your heart you didn't want to. And tell me, Wolfgang... Did it make it harder for you, always running from Salzburg? You know, you, you don't like the place, I know, but at least it provides employment for five composers at any one time and maintains a small orchestra and choir, with the Catholic tradition encouraging both orchestras in church music and operatic style during service. Now, whilst running from it, well, it made you forever a foreigner, always a stranger. Salzburg was no place for my talent. In the first place, professional musicians were not held in much consideration, and secondly, one heard nothing. There is no theatre, no opera there. And if they really wish to have one, who is there to sing? For the last five or six years, the Salzburg Orchestra has always been rich in what is useless and unnecessary, but very poor in what is useful and indispensable. Well, your father found work there. The thing that disgusts me with Salzburg, and I speak as I feel, mm, yeah. mm. is the impossibility of having any satisfactory relationship with the people, and that musicians are not in good repute there, and... Well, the Archbishop places no faith in the experience of intelligent persons who have seen the world. Uh, he, he prefers plodders. If the Archbishop had only placed confidence in me, I could soon have made his music celebrated. Of this there is no doubt. I was then pretty well known. That, that is, the people all knew of me, even if I didn't know them. Yeah, I understand, yeah. The thing is, in Salzburg, I never knew how I stood. I really didn't. At one time I was everything, at another, absolutely nothing. I neither desired so much nor so little, but still I wish to be something, if indeed I am something. Oh, you are something, Wolfgang. And didn't Salieri say the same? I mean, he's sometimes accused of bad-mouthing you, but he loved the magic flute. Oh, yes. I called for Salieri and Cavalieri in the carriage and took them to my box. You can't conceive how polite they both were and how pleased, not only with my music, but with the libretto, and in short, with everything. They saw a future for your work. 
They said this was a work worthy of being performed at the greatest festivals and before the greatest monarchs, and that they would certainly go very often to hear it. And Salieri, I mean, you know what people say. Salieri both listened and looked attentively at everything, and from the symphony to the last chorus, there was not a single piece that did not call from him a bravo! It seemed they couldn't thank me enough for the pleasure I'd given them. Mm, well, that's wonderful. And I mean, of course, you, you also took your, your young son Carl to the opera. Which gave him no small joy, yes. Because you felt there were some aspects of his education that were lacking. You know, the school kept him physically fit, but, well, well, that was about it. The education there succeeds in producing a good peasant. And what sort of boy is Carl? Well, Carl is, as he always is, as riotous as ever, chattering away as usual, yet even less willing to learn than before, because all he does at his school is run about the garden for five hours in the forenoon and then the same after dinner. How do you know? He told me so himself. Oh. <laughs> in other words, the children do nothing but eat and drink, sleep and run about.